Welcome to the Photography Opinion Podcast. We discuss all things photo, video, and camera related. I'm Ben Lucas. And I'm Stuart Marlantis. And this is PhotoLog. Welcome, PhotoLog Podcast listeners. This is episode 23, and this is Art versus the Artist. As and promised. So- as promised. <laughs> yeah. So what we are talking about today is uh, when can you separate the art from the artist? Mm-hmm. This show is not a political show. We give you tips and tricks for making cool art. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, this is something that has been coming up a lot recently. There are some things that are political issues, like should school levies pay for blo- roads or whatever? And there are some things that are human rights issues. Are people people? You know, that's that's just really what it comes down to. So when someone does something that they make cool art and you mm-hmm. love and appreciate that art, but then they do something that uh, contradicts your values, when can you separate the art from the artist and when can you not? And this is yeah. a very tough road to navigate. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, social media, we get exposed to this all the time. I mean, you know, Twitter, super common. You follow people that you like their work, and um, sometimes they post or say something, whether it's directly from that platform or you hear in the news. And oftentimes, that is pretty crushing. And you kind of think, well... Well, what do I do now? Do I, I do I still enjoy their work? Do I still watch their movies or or look at their paintings or um, listen to their music? Whatever. Um, and so that's what we're talking about today is uh, is art versus the artist, and um, when when can you separate the two, if at all? If at all. <laughs> so I generally have four rules, uh, but as Captain Barbosa would say, they're more like guidelines than actual rules. So these are, this is just kind of my mental framework of how I navigate this issue for myself. And I just, because I've had this conversation so much recently, I just thought it'd be worth sharing. Uh, for sure. So I am an art major. I've had this discussion a lot, way too many times that I care to count. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of terrible stuff happening in the world and it, it would drive you insane if every single infraction, big and small, completely canceled or invalidated anything that that person was involved with. So there, at some point there kind of just has to be a a line Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that, that you draw, um, and and so these are kind of like how do you draw those lines how do you figure out when you can do art versus artist and i know this whole introduction is abstract uh this episode we are going to be talking about real people and real issues and so if um talking about celebrities and the wrongdoings is triggering for you this might not be the episode for you but uh stay tuned keep listening um if you think this is uh is something that is you know worth listening to thanks for sticking around and I don't know. This is kind of time to duck out now, and then and then we're going to start dropping names. That's the disclaimer. And throwing the hammer. There's yeah. the disclaimer. So let's get going, Ben. What is your number one rule? Okay. So my n- rule number one is in the medium, is it literally possible to just change the person's name without changing any of the meaning or the content? So um, just for example... Let's just say Chris Evans. Mm -hmm. Chris Evans is an amazing human being, as far as I know. He is a lovely person. What if Chris Evans did something? Well, 
recap to him, like, I know Captain America existed before him, but to many, they are introduced because of him. They cannot see Captain America without seeing Chris Evans' face. So, so being, you know, recasting Captain America is not just that simple. He's been doing this for however long the MCU's been around, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't just say, oh, he's now, you know, Bob Smith, but that changes the performance. It changes everything about it. So that is, that is something that, you know, cannot be divorced. Um, another, another example that I have is this is much harder on screen and much easier, I think with books. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, something that has been happening a lot, uh, on Twitter is JK Rowling has been coming out as anti-trans, and so if you are a person that, you know, supports trans rights and that all the stuff she has been saying is absolutely appalling. So how do you support, you know, that and draw draw that line? And for me, again, like I said, books are a little bit easier because let's pretend for a second that she actually has a sister who's the complete opposite of her in every way. And she's actually the one who wrote Harry Potter and, you know, just because J.K. Rowling was more famous or something, like, put her name on it, right? Mm-hmm. If you just change the name, does anything about Harry Potter change? The words on the page are still the words that were printed on the page. Um, so so just kind of for me, that is that is kind of like movies, TV, m- much harder, is literally the physical embodiment of the person mm-hmm. books for me a little bit easier although i totally understand that there are some books that are kind of wrapped up and embroiled with their authors um but right now i'm kind of at a point where i have a bunch of nieces and my niece uh, some of the older ones are getting old enough that they're discovering harry potter and they're kind of diving into this world of magic and they're you know loving it and i don't even know if they could remember the author's name but they know ron and hermione and you know harry mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. It's just kind of kind of where do you figure out how how to draw that line? And for me, the one thing is, can you change the name without changing the meaning? Yeah, yeah. Can, um, can you think of any examples, pro or con, that kind of help illustrate well, that one? I was gonna say um, this is uh, very divorced from uh, from visual, or a lot of the time divorced from from visual art. But uh, music, this is essentially impossible. Like you can't change the person behind the mic. Um, without changing the entire experience so um that is michael jackson r kelly a lot of these like you you'll you'll have a a lot of songs that you love and then you and then the artist it comes out they did things and you can't support them anymore and it it is yeah with with music that is one of those things of you can't change the name yeah that is still their voice and i know it's their voice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. it's uh I agree with with the book thing. It's it's much easier to to divorce the art from the artist. Um, and uh, uh, but but boy, there's there's some stuff you just you just can't change. I, I agree with a lot of people. Like you know, Chris Evans, he is Captain America. Like I didn't care about Captain America before his portrayal. And uh, absolutely, boy, um, yeah. That's by that the way, is... we're saying Chris Evans is a beautiful, wonderful human being. But if something were to happen, we're just throwing that out as an example of Chris Evans is Captain America. Yeah, as of this point, we we as of right think now. he's cool. <laughs> as, of, as of right now, we're pretty sure he's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, music fans, boy, um, that is... 
that's a hard one. Um, I'm not sure that would be a hard one for me to to personally uh, separate. And I think the other thing yeah, with that is like about if them. you if you had a band mm-hmm. and like person number four, like the drummer slash backup singer, mm-hmm. did something terrible, it, it'd be a lot easier to divorce them from the music mm-hmm. than f- uh, because you know they're probably like the third drummer for that band anyway. <laughs> it's funny um, you say that. There there are some artists that I I don't listen to anymore because like one of the leading members of the band did something bad um but i agree and i I know this shouldn't make any difference but if it's like some member that doesn't matter as much um (laughs) i might not make that distinction which which uh, i i totally get how that like that shouldn't make any difference but for for whatever reason it kind of does in my head this actually leads into (laughs) rule number two yeah so my rule number two is does consuming that medium reading, watching, listening, whatever it is, does consuming that medium remind you of the artist who made it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, the example of listening to music, you're hearing Michael Jackson's voice Mm -hmm. as you listen to, you know, his songs. Um, When uh, when I first watched Secret Life of Pets, uh, I did not realize who the main actor was. It was just something that popped up in my Netflix queue. And then I started listening to it and Louis CK is the voice. I'm like, Oh hell no, I, I can't do it. And that, that was one that I only got like five or 10 minutes in and I just couldn't do it because his voice was, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better term, it, it was just kind of constantly reminding and triggering this reinforcement of all of the horrible things Louis CK has done. And so I'm super glad that they recast him to Patton Oswalt because that guy's fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, it's that's uh, uh, that 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 dovetails so so well with the band. Like there are um, there are many bands where you you really associate with the band with like one or maybe a couple people, and the rest is kind of like who cares and. I, I feel bad for you, like you know, uh, second guitarists or, or backup all the, all the singers, second guitarists and bass yeah. players. Like, well, I mean, there are some ba- famous <laughs> bass players out there, but I, I feel bad for you because I know that's like super mean of me. But sometimes um, that just uh, there that association just isn't made. That being said, though, there are plenty of artists where they play th- theoretically more of a backup role, but they are the star. Um, um, True. Yeah, I even almost yeah. any new pop song, there is a whole team of people that did the entire song, and the person's mm-hmm. just singing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, there there are tons of you know lots of pop artists. They don't write their own music. Like somebody, there's some you know lyricist from across the world that writes their uh, music for them. I, maybe that lyricist did something awful, but I don't know. So sometimes that like. Uh, who knows like uh, maybe i'm i'm partaking in something that was um uh that was made through somebody who's not good and i don't know the, the but the artist didn't do anything wrong or or maybe the inverse like i'm not listening i realize i'm not listening to an artist maybe because they did something wrong and that's um potentially affecting in in a tiny infinitesimal way affecting people who work on that team for that pop pop artist um but sometimes it's just too hard to get over um, those things so yeah so yeah. when when i'm watching a tv show and i'm getting fully engrossed in the plot and story i'm thinking about the characters and the people maybe the actors once in a while mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna know that like oh yeah by the way the director for that was really you know really crappy person yeah and sometimes you do sometimes this is such a quintessential 
like uh, like Tarantino, right? Mm-hmm. You watch a Tarantino film, you know you just watched a Tarantino film because he's in it. <laughs> there, well, there's that, but just like literally everything about it just screams Tarantino. There oh, yeah. is no divorcing his name from his films. Mm-hmm. But there are other directors that like I cannot name because most of the big blockbusters are just they needed to slap someone's name on this giant studio uh you know thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I don't know who it is right yeah. i don't know the background i just know the face i'm seeing on screen yeah definitely i mean there's there's directors where you really know their work and then there's directors which are also super talented um but they are there to like kind of execute something really well and not color it with their own um artistic sensibilities um, exactly yeah so like like with the harry potter movies uh, like can you name every director off the top of your head of all the harry potter movies no um, I know Alfonso Curion did one, and I know the the I forget who, but there was Chris one Columbus. director that there was one director that did like four through eight. Yeah, that just kind of like finished the series. But the other the the first couple of ones, like I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that that's another thing. So uh, rule number three that I have is there is this kind of ongoing continuum, right? So when you are a child, it is a place of, like like my nieces that I mentioned earlier, it is a place of innocence and discovery and just joy for finding these things that you like, right? Mm-hmm. So then you grow up, you realize the world is burning around you and people do awful things. And you start getting more context to some of those things that you liked earlier. So for me, there's kind of this this very wiggly, timey-wimey line of, <laughs> of, of like, that separates before and after. Yeah. yeah. Of when you learned about the person or celebrity's awfulness. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, J.K. Rowling was just, like, two years ago, maybe, something like that, where she really came out on Twitter as being kind of an awful, hateful person. Um, but I, you know, I loved all the Harry Potter books growing up. My nieces were reading them. I enjoyed and quoted all the movies, that kind of thing. Um, so there's kind of this before and after and anything that I did before is, I I don't want to say completely shielded and and protected because that's a very thin bubble that can pop kind of easily. But, um... But yeah, there there is kind of this this like that was before, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna write a new book." I'm like, "I can't support you. I will not read your new book." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that is a, a same thing with me. Like uh, Harry Potter, I had read all the books and and watched all the movies before I had any knowledge of her. That's that is similarly uh, shielded a little by the by the most thin of shields. <laughs> it is. It yeah. really is. So um, I, I know there's another thing with, like, Joss Whedon um, where I had watched Buffy and Firefly and Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, all things I love to rewatch so and good. quote. They're, they're all fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then I learned that he actually has a long history of sexual harassment on his sets. And so that's the thing where it's like, oh, ah. Uh, like, I, I now there's kind of a new context coloring these. So some of them, they might they might be, you know, popped that bubble, uh, like the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, uh, in, in, um, Dave Chappelle's standup, he actually talks about Bill Cosby being his comic hero growing up and then finding out that, he, that Bill Cosby is a sexual predator of like, I, I, I can't do, I can't do that. He, he, there's this, 
there's this before and after, but that line can get popped very easily. Mm -hmm. And for Mm -hmm. everyone, kind of how much force it takes to pop that, it's different. But that is kind of a, a line that gets drawn somewhere where it's like I can I can do things that you made that are kind of in that safe before space, but I can't do anything after. That knowledge is there. I can't I can't keep supporting it. Yeah, agreed. Um, rule number four that I have is: is the art bigger than the artist? So with books that uh, when when I was talking earlier about um, books are easier to divorce in the on this rule, they're actually harder to divorce. Because the book was written by the author. that That's it. Yep. But when you're working on, like, a huge movie, there is a much larger context at work here. That person could be a very small cog in a very large machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I know talking about Joss Whedon, like, he did a couple of the MCU movies, but there's a huge studio and tons of producers and other people and a bajillion other movies with other directors. And he just, you know, was a very small part of that. And yeah. to me, those don't even feel like Whedon esque movies. No, uh, this, this is one that I, I struggle with, uh, to some degree that like there's stuff that I like for things beyond, uh, you know, many artists and, 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 talented people beyond that one person like it is hard for me to sink an entire thing that i enjoy just because of that one that one person like so for you know for for whedon's work like it there's so there's so much great stuff in his work that has nothing to do with him or that he didn't really make so good like firefly right i i i like firefly a lot um i'm not one of the nutty like crazy people about it but firefly <laughs> to me is great because of the the excellent acting excellent, excellent acting. storytelling ex- yeah, right? it's just it's excellent it's and just and just everything about it yeah. is just and kind s- of so charming and world building and interesting and so much of that was not whedon so much of that is is the the skill of the actors the set designers like he didn't do all of that stuff i mean maybe he kind of was sort of in charge of it but um a lot of that stuff really wasn't his vision it was it was the art the humongous team of artists that acted and built that world and for me, it's kind of like without well, Nathan Fillion, it it would not have been the same. Well, true. <laughs> like he I mean, it. there's that. T- there's that. He too. carried it, <laughs> but Absolutely. but I'm just saying, like, um, it, it. One of the things that I totally understand because I I do this too is sometimes I watch or enjoy things with that knowledge, but really because I support everything else around that project and not necessarily that one person, um, and. Sometimes, depending on the severity of that one person's actions, you can do that, or the the scale of the project, or their involvement or direct um, input on the project. And sometimes you can't. But um, I totally get the struggle with stuff like that. Personally, yeah, that's I, why I said I the line is so wibbly wobbly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I I know I've I've had this discussion with a lot of people recently about the new Mulan, mm-hmm. actually, because they're like, we want to support. Um, female-led stories. We want to support minority-led stories. We want to support, you know, the uh, having seen representation on screen. Mm-hmm. There are all of these things that are good about it. Um, but you know, when the actress was supporting uh, China's crackdown against protesters, like, where do yeah. you draw that line? Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult one. Um, I draw the line with Mulan on the fact that the movie is not good, and you should just watch the animated <laughs> one. 
so <laughs> no I, I, I mean I, there's that there's there's also that <laughs> just just watch the animated one it's so much better it's arguably even more realistic i've seen it just trust me on this one you know what else is more realistic <laughs> kung fu panda's depiction of key but you know what i think that's a discussion for another episode <laughs> we're gonna start a movie podcast now oh man uh no so um, yeah, so number rule number one, is it possible to change the person's name without changing any of the context? Mm-hmm. If yes, it's a lot easier to divorce art from the artist. Cool. If no, maybe that thing is sunk for you. Mm-hmm. Um, rule number two is does consuming the media remind you of them? Like you mentioned with music. Yeah. Um, if, if, if it's constantly reminding you of it and constantly triggering some experience that you had or constantly triggering the remembrance of the terrible actions they did then that's sunk. Mm-hmm. If if it if I don't constantly, you know, hear uh hear it and think of, you know, because they recast Louis CK in Secret Life of Pets, you know, if I'm hearing Patton Oswald, I'm not thinking about the first one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and then there uh, rule number 3 is that before and after of like your knowledge continuum when you found out um there there is definitely something to be said for i enjoy this and this has now grown bigger than them mm-hmm. but they're starting this and i can't support the after yeah. over yeah. here um and then of course the bigger than them thing is is the art bigger than the artist like harry potter has grown i feel like at this point far beyond jk rowling mm-hmm. um to the point where there are you know other things about it that people love and enjoy regardless Mm -hmm. of her um all three of the main actors have come out against her statements and so i want to stand with all of them Mm -hmm. i want to support them totally totally yeah it's um um they're they're uh you know harry potter being a great example a lot of people like harry potter for the community around harry potter and they don't really like even like some people don't even care about the movies like they're just like i like this community i like i mean people (laughs) i remember there's like college uh quidditch like muggle quidditch teams and stuff like yeah there are people that are in it for that kind of stuff for the community and not because they just love jk rowling so much and that's totally valid yeah by the way i'm a ravenclaw what are you uh same yeah ravenclaw 100 (laughs) percent (laughs) <laughs> uh although everyone tells me i'm a slytherin really i think it was one of those things of like yeah. i got the choice and i'm like no i think i think i'm more ravenclaw yeah. than slytherin but whatever the, the, but ranking the houses that's the hard one oh. <laughs> that that causes some uh uh lost friendships <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, what's your final here, rule yeah the, the last final rule to cap this off here is that uh, there are no concrete rules that are good across the board without exception. Mm-hmm. If anything is personally ruined for you, even with the four rules that I set out above, your feelings are valid mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is okay. And no one has the right to argue with you or belittle you or say, well, you really need to divorce the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. Like th- sometimes you can't. Like I mentioned, Bill Cosby, right? Mm-hmm. You can't watch the Cosby show, at least for me, and divorce the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. It is called the Bill Cosby show. Yeah. So so the, I, I also think that it's just very kind of like mean and belittling of, of someone to say, your feelings don't count. I'm more intellectual than you. Yeah. And that, that's not okay. Also, don't be a dick online. We, we keep saying this. We keep this. saying this. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, another uh, another thing, uh, uh, kind of along these lines, is um, you mentioned your nieces. Like this is something that. Uh, you know, the, this whole discussion is is to help people think through this uh, issue and 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 think about it potentially in in a in a more objective way as as much as we can. We're we're just trying to help. Um, that being said, with with younger fans, um, be careful, right? Like I understand the the desire to want to um, spread the word, so to speak, and say, hey, J.K. Rowling is a jerk. And for my adult uh, friends, maybe we talk about that, but. Um, I know you have nieces like I have, yeah. uh, you know, young family members that they're they're so into it. And it's so cool to see that that excitement and that engagement in something that brings them a lot of joy. I am not going to be that person who says, oh, well, guess what she did? Like, you can't like that anymore. Like, just yeah. like on a certain level, just let people like stuff, especially if they're young. That that joy is so is so uh such a great uh beautiful thing and and don't ruin that let that let them um discover that for themselves uh later on so like if you know somebody was if an adult friend of mine was like oh isn't jk rowling the best then i might say eh, i don't know about that but for a little kid who's like wow i really uh you know a little kid that's like really into hermione like you know isn't it cool that uh, isn't girl hermione the best is, yeah isn't hermione, hermione the, is best. the best a, a girl is like objectively the, the best she's, member of the she's team she's super smart she's constantly Sweet. saving them like, right yeah <laughs> that is awesome right. don't ruin that positive um experience um just because you have that knowledge you know um that is that is something that I feel like we need to be a little bit careful about this conversation and it's worth worth mentioning. Um, Oh, absolutely. I I think that's a conversation that like, um, if I were the parents and it were my place to have that conversation with them, which I I know their parents Mm -hmm. will do that because they are responsible adults. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So maybe it's the time to start having the conversation with like the 10 year old, but maybe not with the six year old. Yeah. Right. You know, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. so time, place, context, but yeah, the, the final rule is really just, just uh, you're allowed to have your own feelings and that is valid if you can't read harry potter without being enraged at the author cool that's fair if you can't watch mulan because the actress uh spoke out and supported police brutality that's fair um if you can't uh enjoy the chicago bean because anish kapoor is a horrible person then you are correct if you say otherwise you are incorrect that is also a story (laughs) for another day Uh, (laughs) thanks for coming to my ted talk Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thanks for for <laughs> joining us on this journey through art versus the artist. Uh, again, this is all just to help you think through it. Um, we are um, we certainly are not <laughs> expecting anybody to take this as as gospel or the only way of thinking about this issue. Um, this is just how we think about it and how um, we're trying to help you think about it. So, uh, thanks so much for listening to our slightly um, off the track. Uh, a conversation and uh next time uh we'll get back into some more yeah, photography we'll, we'll have some stuff. more photography tips but yeah. you know what even though this is slightly off track this is about our opinions mm-hmm. on creating art yep yep and i think as an artist this is a, this is something that you need to think about that you need to discuss and that you need to decide for yourself yeah. So so even though it's a little off topic from the photography tips that we normally give mm-hmm. uh, I th- I think it's a valid discussion. Yeah, so still very important. Uh, I hope this thought helped you kind of think about it. Uh definitely kind of 
have this conversation with yourself and see what are, what are the rules for me. Um, if you have a good one that that you know you want to share with us, go ahead and email us at hello at photo op dot show, or you can leave a comment on the YouTube channel and we'll see that and respond to it. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time with some new photography tips. See you next time. If you have questions or ideas for future episodes, you can email us at hello at photo-op.show. Watch us on Ben's YouTube channel at non-creative. As in om nom nom. Share this with a friend and you can listen to Photo Op anywhere podcasts are sold. Or download it. Because it's free.